Ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of TBT, Bob Rathbun, welcoming you to another edition of Inside TBT. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Joey. All right, welcome back to Inside TBT, little West Virginia regional episode for everyone out there. Bunch of big time guests stop by. Kathy Griffith of Sideline Cancer, an awesome interview with her. Then we got Fletcher McGee, you're a mean one, Fletcher McGee. And then Ott Elmore makes his return to Inside TBT. Joe, he's been talking some uh, shit to us on on Twitter and stuff. So, you know, another good interview with a guy that's – he. I think we're ready for her that to back it all up. It's about time for that. Yeah, I mean, people are asking the question, is Ott Elmore annoying? People are asking that question. So, he used to be the darling of the TBT, you know, the funniest guy on America's team. It's been a long time since, there was, since the ball's been thrown in the air and the guys have been out there playing. So – it is time for him to back up some of the smack talk. I know we're ready to see it. We're excited to see it, and, and we dive into all that with him. People have been saying things, not us. People have been saying, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And we may see some villainship from Odd. He's already leaning into it, obviously. Whatever he can do to get some more clicks, that's just all he does. We know he's a good guy, but he's playing the heel now. He wants to be the villain. I can respect that. Um, but hopefully they back it up a bit because it would be tough to be a villain if you're not playing in the tournament still. So we're going to make our picks closer to TBT. Uh, we're going to have a special guest for that episode. But I want to ask you this, Joe. We talked to the one seed, the three seed, and then we talked to Fletcher McGee, who is 15 seed, going against the two seed. Do you think there's a better chance that sideline cancer and heard that go to Dayton or that Woco Showtime beats Best Virginia in round one? Is there a better chance? Um, I mean, I don't – that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> there's a lot to that question. A lot to unpack. Lot let, me, of, let, me, lot let me rephrase it. Do you think there's any chance – Woco Showtime upsets Best Virginia. And would you want to see that? Because I'd be all for it. Yeah, I love upsets. Hell yeah, let's do it. Um, uh, no, I mean, like, yeah, I think this is a really, really deep regional. Um, we are going to be there and be able to see it all unfold in person. Um, I would not be surprised if Sideline Cancer and Heard That get there. But – uh, what is there a better chance? I think there are both low chances that either one of those things happen, probably. You know, I mean, that's just the nature of tournament basketball. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, of course, I'm all for an upset. We Fletcher McGee is like the OG guest on this show. So, um, yeah, I mean, give me all the upsets, except for if it's Carmen Screw or Sideline Cancer, honestly. I got one more question for you. Okay. This is the important one. Who will have more fans? Heard that or Best Virginia? Best Virginia, unfortunately. I agree. I, agree. I don't know if it's unfortunately, but we'll, 
We can get into it with Ott. He's a, little, he's a little on my nerves. That's all. It's just a little on my nerves. It's hard to it's hard to protect that guy and back him up and have his back all the time when he says so, such out, outlandish things. But he's gonna get by. He's gonna get his back on his good side. I'm confident. All right, all right, that's fine. You can be the you can be the nice guy. I'll be the mean guy. Like we hate armored athlete. <laughs> <laughs> we do not hate armored athlete. <laughs> For those who, are, who this is the first episode you're listening to, so armored athlete, if you're listening to this, we just have a little joke that because you guys commented the writing things down emoji when Joey and I said our immediate reactions, which had nothing to do with anyone's teams or players joey wants to find a villain for us so he's he's looking for you over athletes well the truth of the matter is what it all boils down to is that we're too nice we like everybody we root for everybody we can't do that so unfortunately armored athlete you caught us at a bad time and now you're public enemy number one which is not saying much but that's just what it is at the end of the day it's just the end of the day andrew at the end of the day, I have one more thing that I just thought of. You know how we like to tell our guests I have one more question, then we ask like five more questions? So that's what I'm doing to you. Yep. I like it. How long until we see the Elam ending in these playoff games? I mean, they're getting out of control. What am I, what am I supposed to say here, Andrew? Because TBT is in charge of us, and they are the owners of the Elam ending in theory, right? I love the Elam ending. It, it's perfect for the all-star game. But it would just be tough for me as a basketball purist to see this big of a change. It needs to be, it needs to be slowly but surely, like that midseason tournament that they're going to have. Like, try it out. I'm all for that. Throw it out there. But, yeah, it sucks that the last 30 seconds take 30 minutes. But, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just the end of the day. You know who would, you know who would love the Elam ending in the NBA? Chris Paul. Sports Center. House of Highlights, all those accounts, Bleach Report, that would just night after night, here's all the Elam Enders from last night. Here's Every single game would have a game winner. They'd have so much content. You know who else would love it? Chris Paul. Nick Elam. The FanDuel bets. Oh, the FanDuel bets would be amazing. Every game, who's going to hit the Elam Ender? You could live bet it because what if you got Felicio in there because the team's up by 30, down by 30? Oh, man. Felicio, our hero. How is he not not in the TVT yet? (laughs) He will be. He will be. Oh, man. All right. I'm playing on Eberline Drive, 100%. Let's get to our – well, they're signing everyone. Let's get to our interviews. Like I said, Fletcher McGee, Kathy Griffith of Sideline Cancer, who, by the way, if you're only going to listen to one interview, you should listen to the whole episode. But if you're only going to listen to one, listen to Kathy Griffith of the Griffith Family Foundation, I Can Sideline Cancer, and then listen to Ott. Because it's always good stuff with that. Let's get to the interviews. All right, join us now on Inside TBT, a very special guest from the Griffith Family Foundation and Sideline Cancer, Kathy Griffith. Welcome to the show. Thank you to Inside TBT. I'm honored to do this today. I think I speak for Andrew when I say this is maybe our number one most anticipated guest. We've heard so much about you. You are one of the ultimate TBT vets, and we're just so excited to get to talk to you here for a little bit. I was excited for this interview as well. Well, that's, that's good to hear. You know, Joey and I, we've seen the videos on YouTube and all over about the organization and the foundation, but I think 
you know, the listeners would love to hear a little bit about the, the beginning of the Griffith Family Foundation and then how it morphed into, you know, sideline cancer and Marcus Keene being the headline of TBT. It's so cool to watch my husband's legacy of love, you know, for his community and really for the love of basketball, too. I think that's the most exciting part to me. Uh, Greg and I met when we were in high school. He was captain of his high school basketball team and played in college and played his entire life, even during his stage four pancreatic cancer diagnosis. So he was a lifelonger basketball player, loved the game, uh, loved every aspect of the game. And I think what's really cool is it started out as a three-on-three tournament um, in honor of Greg, who was uh, still with us, you know, back in 2010. And Greg told me that one day it would go beyond Griff's run and gun for a cure. So Billy Clapper came to me in 2014 with this idea of the basketball tournament. I loved every aspect of it by, you know, drawing in community, by drawing in, um, you know, uh, people who love the game. And we were able to have uh, my son, Jordan Griffith's best friend, be our point guard, John Boyer, former Buffalo standout playing now in, uh, you know, overseas. And, you know, I just thought, how awesome is this when Billy walks into our sideline cancer office and says, John Boyer we're gonna, is going to play in this the basketball tournament. Can we use your trademark sideline cancer? I can. I said, let's go. Let's get it. And then now here we are in uh, 2021. Uh, it is bigger than basketball. So proud of Marcus Keene the entire team were so excited, so excited about this upcoming tournament. So we, we definitely want to dive into the current roster and, and the guys that are going out there and competing for the money. But before we do, would love to learn a little bit more about the origin story of the name Sideline Cancer. Because I, me and Andrew, we think that's the number one name in the entire tournament. And it's not just a brand new name, it's been around. So if you could you know, tell us and the listeners about the origin story of sideline cancer. I think that would be awesome. It's an amazing story. You know, back in 2012, a group of high school students uh, came up with the name Tackle Cancer. And we saw on 60 Minutes with Morley Safer, a young man, ninth grader by the name of Jack Andreka, 2012 Intel Science and Engineer Fair winner. Well, I picked up the phone, called his mother on the landline, told him we had just seen him on 60 Minutes. He was on all the, the media outlets back then and asked if he'd like to come to Central PA uh, to meet with local students. Um, we all got together from 12 surrounding school districts, met with Jack. He pulled me uh, into the hallway and I was so excited about our Tackle Cancer t-shirt. He said, Mrs. Griffith, tackle cancer, that's not going to be the name. And I said, what do you mean, Jack? He said, well, while these students are here, we need to come up with a name that's inclusive for everyone, whether you like sports, you don't like sports. So collaboratively uh, with students and Jackie and Draca, we came up with sideline cancer 
And a year later, we saw the ICANN and we trademarked it. And that's how it was started. Literally, we were tackled in 2012. And in 2013, we had our ICANN sideline cancer t-shirt sale. And that is how the origin began when students got together with Jackie Andreka to change the world. It's, it's pretty crazy because if you think about it, if you would have been rolling out tackle cancer for a basketball tournament, it wouldn't have made any right. sense. So it really all worked out perfectly. It did. And you can see why he was named the Intel 2012 Science and Engineer Fair winner and why he appeared on 60 Minutes twice. He is quite an entrepreneur and innovator, still is, <laughs> changing the world. Absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool. Very cool. So as Joey mentioned, you know, talking about the roster, talking about the team, obviously last year was a unique scenario where, you know, it was a bubble and you kind of were watching from the outside looking in. I know you've been at games over the years. Briefly talking about last year, what was that like for you being able to see, you know, your team go all the way to the finals? That was so exciting. You know, during the pandemic, um, hope was what we all needed. And I really thought, you know, given that it, it was uh, technically the sideline cancer team, you know, it was so great on so many levels because it brought hope to cancer patients. You know, we are a 501c3 set up to connect patients, doctors, and communities to take pancreatic cancer off the sidelines to the finish line for a cure. But what did my heart and brought me to tears numerous times last year was the amount of cancer patients that reached out to our organization to thank us. Because when you see the ICANN, you know, um, and you're that cancer patient or you're that cancer uh, family, to see the words ICANN sideline cancer, it empowers every cancer patient across the world. And whether you're four years old or whether you're 90 years old, there's nothing more um, better than a brand and a trademark that you totally understand what you're trying to do. And so that was really exciting to see the enthusiasm our team had and their palpable passion out on that basketball court and that they were representing everyone that's been affected around the globe by cancer. So exciting. I, I was, I can't even tell you how crazy happy I was. <laughs> and, and now they're looking to, to take the next step and hopefully win it all this year. What do you think about uh, your chances uh, for, your, for your boys in the, in the Wichita Regional? Well, as I say about everything, um, I always put things into my spirit. And I feel, you know, very, very good about uh, the position that we're in, the players we are, the players we have. Um, and I say, you know, we're going to continue to walk through the purple red sea. So I just, with that in mind, you just keep on going. You know, there's, you have everything going on around you and um, circumstance and so many things, but in life in general, if you can continue, whether it's my husband always taught me this, that sports is a mirror of life. And the mantra that I've had in my spirit since I was a young girl 
was to just keep walking through the purple slash red sea. And that's what we're going to continue to do. And that's pretty much the mantra of the believe always, the I can attitude. And let's get it. We love it. So you, you run a fantastic organization. And Joey and I can tell that you're, you're pulling a lot of the strings. You're very involved. You're very smart. So when a player's on the fence, I assume you walk in, you sit him down right in front of that poster right there, and you say, here's the deal. We're going to go win a championship. How involved are you with the recruiting process of these you players? Know, with the recruiting, you know, the X's and O's of the game, that is Billy, Charlie, and Jordan. However, I make a point that I get to know personally each player. They are like a son to me, just as every student that, you know, uh, interns for us, um, you know, we become family. And so that's the cool thing about sideline cancer. You know, Mo Creek was just up here and Charlie Parker for our sideline cancer weekend was our 10th annual sideline cancer golf tournament. And we also had our inaugural Sideline Cancer Day basketball team with 50 kids from central Pennsylvania. It was a free clinic. Basically, what we, from the, you know, from the ground up, it's about family. It's about, you know, um, believing that we can change the world. You know, I always say, if not us, then who? If not now, then when? And that's a question today, and especially the post-pandemic world, that you can either be on the sidelines or you can get into the game. And I think now the world is calling all of us to get in the game to make the world a better place. And we're just lucky, that, you know, all of us that are big basketball lovers, we're able to do it through the game, the greatest game on the planet, basketball. Absolutely. Pretty cool. Joey, we got we to gotta get in that golf tournament next year. I was going to say, if you'll have us. We, We'd love to have you. Oh, we're there. We it's are Father's there. Day weekend, 2022, and we have it on Friday, so put it in your calendar. Perfect. We'd be honored to have you there. Is Mo we're Creek there. any good? He didn't golf. <laughs> they really, what was really cool, Charlie and Mo did photos with all the um, participants in the tournament. And it was the way our community could thank Mo and could thank Charlie for their efforts out there, you know, on the court. Because it's one big team. Any way you look at anything, it's one big team. And it's bigger than basketball. It absolutely is. And, and I want, you touched on it exactly. Bigger than basketball. How about the fact that there's no other league tournament or anything in the world like the TBT, where not only is there sideline cancer, but there's Team Challenge ALS and all these other incredible causes, you know, can we give some, we got to give some love to TBT just in general for, for giving the ultra awesome platform for not just sideline cancer, like I said, but for all these, these other great causes as well. I mean, how amazing is that? I just think it's spectacular. I mean, truly think about it when you love the game and you can play for something bigger. I mean, to be able to make a difference you know, whether it's ALS, you know, uh, whether it's the Jimmy V Foundation, which as you guys saw in the video, 
Jimmy V was an inspiration to my husband. And so I just think uh, the more awareness we can get out there uh, for all these causes, hats off to all of them. We're one big family trying to make the world a different place, a better place. Absolutely. The biggest question, will you be in attendance for the games this year? Oh, yeah. Because West Virginia is only about two and a half hours away from Holidaysburg, PA. I am so excited to be there in person this year. I can't wait. It was so hard to sit on the sidelines at home and not really be right there. But we didn't have a choice, and it was the right choice. And I'm really excited to be there in person. Follow-up follow up question. Where are the three of us going to dinner? Because we're going to be there, too. Woohoo! Well, let's see when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, now I'm, I'm remembering, I said Wichita Regional earlier. That's, that's, that's my bad. It's been a, it's been a long weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, we're in the West, West Virginia. Virginia. As you guys know, we were right. in Wichita in 19, which that was uh, really a, a very, I'm so proud of our guys you know, from Wichita and then, you know, from last year and the, you know, nationwide arena bubble. So proud of all of our players. They all come in with that I can attitude and believe always spirit. And they have hearts and souls that want to make a difference in the world. It's palpable. Like Marcus Keen does. It's palpable. Love it. If it was hard before, it's even harder now for us to cheer for any team besides sideline <laughs> cancer. Joey and I always say – we always cheer for, or not cheer, but we, we have a more of a rooting interest and bias in the people who come on the show, the, the teams that are playing for an organization and the people that we have fun with on the show. And now you just checked all three boxes. <laughs> so now Joey and I, if any other team wins, we're going to be disappointed. <laughs> hey, we'll keep, we're just going to walk through that purple red sea, play our heart out. That's all you can do. That's all my husband ever did in his entire life and even during his cancer diagnosis he was always saying to me each day kathy i'm going to walk through the purple red sea and each day you just get up with hope and you know with the determination and with the most important thing grit there is nothing more important in this world than to be known that you have grit eric thompson Great. Exactly. And I've got a lot of players with grit, every checkbox. They've all got that. And that's, uh, like I said, that's the recipe to change the world. It's exciting. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Well, we appreciate your time. This has been so much fun. We can't wait to, to see you in person uh, in West Virginia. And I mean, like Andrew said, uh, we, I, I won't say we found a new team because you, you guys were already our team. <laughs> it just makes us love you guys even more. It's clearly. <laughs> I really, really appreciate it because everybody, you know, uh, what my husband really felt about cancer too was that, you know, how we can get it off the sidelines is with teamwork. And so when you really look back in history of anything, when, when does the world change? It's when people come together, work together with the desired goal to want to see it get to the finish line. So that's the exciting part. And with pancreatic cancer, you know, with the loss of Alex Trebek, um, 
it's so important, you know, as we all know, he had announced that he was cancer-free in April of 2020, and then he passed away in November of 2020. So really the needle has not moved. So the TBT gives us a platform for awareness and advocacy. And the more awareness and advocacy we get, one day it will become a treatable and curable cancer like the rest of them. That's exciting. It's very, very exciting. Yeah. Before, before we let you go, where can everyone make donations, buy gear, support the foundation? What's the best place to go and do all that? That's real easy. You just go to sidelinecancer.com. We have everything on our website. Uh, you know, everything's right there. So it's really easy for anybody who wants to support us or look at our awareness and advocacy information and videos and photos and everything's there at sidelinecancer.com. All right, well, there you go. Check out sidelinecancer.com. Sideline Cancer's coming for it all this year. Kathy Griffith, thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon. Thank you. One last thing. They can go follow ahead. us also, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sideline Cancer TBT. Oh, so yeah. that's, that's, you know, that would be the other thing is to get people to follow on social media also. Absolutely. And we're going to tweet this out, Instagram it out, Facebook. It'll be all over. Don't worry. Thank you. All the awareness we could put out there. I know uh, my husband will be smiling from above. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. why we do it. Thank you. Well, believe always, gentlemen, and have an I can attitude. Get through that purple red sea. Amen. Love it. <laughs> uh, take care. We'll see you soon. Uh-huh. All right, join us now on Inside TBT from Woco Showtime, Fletcher McGee. Right. Fletch, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Fletcher, you're the OG uh, guest, if you remember. you. I think you literally were the first guy we ever had. Really? Last year? Show. Yeah, last year. Um, where does that rank Dang, in terms of your accomplishments? That's got to be up there in top three for sure. Um, to be the first person, you know, that you guys had on here with how TBT is blowing up. I think it's getting more popular and more popular every year. So, you know, I got to put that up there in the top three for sure. We appreciate that. <laughs> makes us, makes us feel really good about ourselves. Important TBT question. Oh, Last yeah. year you played with war ready or you played with who at the time was, war Tampa. yeah, war Tampa. Yeah. Tough, tough showing. From War Tampa last year, yeah. And now in your your second TBT game, you got Best Virginia in West Virginia. How, how are you gonna come yeah. back from last year? <laughs> no, it's definitely gonna be tough. Um, I think you know last year we just really got ran out of the gym from from the beginning. But this year, I think it's a new team. Um, we got new players. We played together a lot of us, so I think we'll be more familiar with each other. Um, and our coach actually played with a, with us in college, like a lot of the people that are on the team. So I feel like we'll get good chemistry. Um, you know, we'll get a couple practices in before we go up there. So, you know, I feel like we'll be ready to roll and we'll be able to bounce back, or at least me individually will be able to bounce back from, you know, that bad game last year in CBT. So let me ask you, just in terms of the vibe going into the tournament, 
Does it feel better with this group of guys versus the other group? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I wouldn't – I haven't, like, been around everybody this year, but, like, just I think it's easier when you know a lot of the your teammates already and you've already been playing with a lot of them. Like, in college, you play with them for two, three, four years. Um, but, like, last year I know a lot of those guys and, like, we still keep in touch and are cool. So, like, I don't think, like, the chemistry was really that bad, at least, like, off the court. But I think on the court this year the chemistry will be better um, just because we know each other's game a lot more. We know how to play. Um, so, I think, you know, being around each other and knowing each other for years I think should help us for sure. Last year, because of the first-round loss, you yourself did not have an opportunity to really hit a uh, Elam-ending game winner. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that something you'd like to do? Yeah, for sure. I think the, the Elam-ending is so cool because, like, even if it's, like, a five-, six-point game or even more, like, just having having to end it on a game winner is really cool. So, definitely, you know, no, no matter what the score is, if it's – a tie game, close game, or up 10 or more, it still would be really cool to hit one of those, no doubt. And when you look at the squad, obviously we've talked in length about how those are your guys, guys you played with in college, just guys that, you know, all know each other and know each other's games. Are there any guys in particular that you're really excited about playing with? Yeah. Um, I haven't played with Eric Garcia in a while. Um, he was my point guard the first two years that I was there. Um, you know, so that'll be good. And Lee Skinner, he was actually there before I came, but like his leadership, um, when I played pickup with him on my recruiting visit, like was amazing. And so like just getting to play with him, he's a great vocal leader. Um, and then obviously Nate Hoover, we played together. We were in the backcourt together my last two years at Wofford. Um, and then to have our coach, Bobby, who was, our coach was, was actually in the gym with me like every day when I was in college. So just to be around those guys, um again and I think we'll you know no matter like how you know the whole thing goes it'll just be really cool to be able to go out on the court and go to battle with them again should best Virginia be on upset alert yeah absolutely um I have we haven't you know gotten together as as a team yet fully but I think, you know, with the three ball, if we get hot, you know, I think we can upset a lot of teams. Obviously, they have the – what are they, Press Virginia or Best Virginia's? Um, best, well, they're both. Best Virginia? They're both. They're teammates. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know. Virginia, but they are Best uh, Virginia. Yeah. So, so – Yeah, we know they're going to, you know, be physical and athletic and try to press us and stuff, but – Sorry, did you were you saying something? No, you're good. You're ready for him. I, I, that's it. it just the <laughs> I can't hear you. Sorry, I can't hear you. Can you really not hear me? No one can. Can you hear me? It's only yeah, I can hear you now. I can, I hear, can you. hear you, Joey. No, it's just sorry. I'm yeah. just saying, like, obviously they're on upset alert. If they press you, that's just more open threes. Like, what are they doing? You know. So, uh, I'm not worried for you guys. But what I am. Yeah. About, you what? What you got? <laughs> All right. So uh, my, I think no. my connection's bad. No, I was saying the press is uh, like risk reward. Like um, you can press the force turnovers. You know, if you double team and you, you can leave someone open. And I think we'll have a lot of guys that can make shots on the court at all times. So, you know, I think it can work for you or work against you. Totally. And wh what I was just going to get at is, you know, this isn't the first time that WOCO Showtime has had a team in the tournament. Maybe it's your first appearance on their squad. 
but do you know what their uh-huh. all-time record is in the tournament? No, I have no idea. It used to, it's just, it used to be Showtime, right? Right, just Showtime. Um, Showtime, they're, yeah. They're one and six, Fletcher. They're one and six. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. <laughs> one so, and six, and, and we got rolled last year. So that's why y'all put us at the 15, right? Wait, one and six? <laughs> no. wasn't, that, wasn't that your uh, your shooting stats in the game last year? I actually don't know. I know I only hit one shot. I don't know how many I got up. I try not to think about the misses or remember the exact line. God, you're so nice. Why are you – stop being so nice. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Even – no, no. We're just – obviously, we're just trying to give you shit. But, but we're excited um, about the team. Obviously, like, the best part about tournament basketball is the Cinderella stories. Um, do you think that you guys have the makings for a run in the tournament? Yeah, definitely. Um, like, like I was just saying earlier, like we actually have some good size and athleticism too. Cause we just got Emmett Williams, who, um, I know I actually work out with him in Orlando, um, in the summers, like the last few years sometimes. So I know we have really good shooters. Um, so, you know, if we get hot, we can get it rolling, but we also got, you know, some good pieces that some smart players like Lee and some athletic players like Emmett. Um, so I think, you know, we do have, especially for a 15 seed, like I feel like we do have some good pieces. And then obviously the three ball, once you get that three ball rolling, um, you know, the, the basket can open up and you can beat teams you have no business beating. So I think, you know, hopefully that that'll happen for us. You know, we can make a run and, you know, make this thing, uh, you know, a fun tournament for us. So, whether it's from college basketball or just watching your highlights, everyone knows you can, you can shoot the shit out of the ball. <laughs> My question for you, what has Fletcher McGee been working on the past year that we could be seeing in TBT? Uh, I don't know if, if there's anything. I mean, obviously I've been working on my dribbling, um, you know, one-on-one moves, defense, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think I'm better with the ball now. So, like, if teams, um, you know, run me off the line more, I think I'm more prepared to score in a variety of ways. So, um, you know, hopefully I'll be able to showcase that. Um, you know, work on my passing, playmaking, creating, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, hopefully I'll be able to get hot from three. That's my bread and butter. Um and then, you know, that can open up a lot of things for my teammates or drives, layups, you know, mid-ranges, all that kind of stuff. But all the shooters, when, you, when you're a shooter, you always are working on the other things that you're not good at or what teams want you to do, run you off, run them off the line. You know, you're always working on that kind of stuff. So hopefully, um, you know, the work that I put in the past couple of years, you know, will be showcasing some of these games. Fletcher, you played on that AAU team that was like, incredible right growing up like it was like yeah yeah so So when you when you were uh what each one teach one right was yeah yeah okay so Zolden they they I mean like had to be like six NBA guys right um only two I think I know Ben obviously Ben Simmons Antonio made the NBA um, I think the year before us, they were more loaded okay. with like D'Angelo Russell, Joel Berry, Grayson Allen. Okay, okay. Regardless, my question still stands. When you were growing up and playing on these incredible teams with these incredible players, including yourself, yeah. when you got on the court, <laughs> did they all just yell shooter Where when you walked on the court? 
<laughs> yeah, of course. Um, at AAU, I was the only white kid on my team. So I would just, um, you know, and I, I think I came off the bench most games. We had so many loaded dudes. So I would just, you know, be in the corner a lot or, um, you know, spotting up and they would, everyone would just yell, shooter, shooter, shooter. But then, like, in AAU, the game's way more open. So, like, I would actually, like, get in the open court and throw down a dunk every once in a while when I was young, some fresh legs. Um, so that was kind of like my thing in AAU. I liked, I enjoyed that. But as soon as I got on the court, everyone, shooter, 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 don't let them shoot, don't let them shoot. <laughs> Fletch, I got some, uh, I got some good news for you. I know I know you like playing in front of fans and in front of people that are cheering for you. And Joey and I will be in West Virginia and we will be cheering. Nice. Should I be at the game? Yeah, we will we'll be at the game. Nice. I'll need I'll need the y'all's uh y'all's will train from the stands for me. If you if you every time Elam, I shoot it. If you hit the Elam Ender, you gotta give us a huh? good post game interview. <laughs> yeah, I gotta find out where y'all are and give you a little point or something. Oh, for sure. For sure. That'll be fun. We're excited to be down there. We're excited to see you guys play. Obviously, in front of fans, it's just going to be an element. Yeah, that'll be a lot more fun. TBT experience. The the only question I have for you is, you know, there are rumors about a three-point contest happening at each regional. Safe to say that that you'll be in it if if asked? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I would definitely. That'll be a lot of fun. And do you think you can beat me? Yeah. Um, yeah, of course I'm going to say I think I can beat you. Um, I, I, I made two threes we'll in the see. game once, Fletcher. My sophomore year, I made two No, I mean, I'm, 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 so, I'm sure you can stroke it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, of course I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to beat you out there. <laughs> You're smart. You're smart. You're smart. Oh, man. All right, Fletcher McGee, thanks for coming on. We will see you soon. And looking forward to watching you on ESPN. ESPN. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you guys for having me up. Always, man. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, sounds good. See you all in West Virginia. Yes, sir. Yes. All right, join us now on Inside TBT. You know him. You loved him. You might not like him anymore. He's coming for heads on Twitter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ot Elmore is back on the show. Ot, welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Officially setting a record, I think, for appearances on the show. We had on this episode alone, we had Fletcher McGee, who was our on our first, who's our first ever guest, and now we've got Ott on for the ninth time, probably, which is setting another record. So we'll ask you the same question we asked him: Where does that statistic fit in with all your accomplishments in your career? You know, this is one of the greatest achievements I've ever had. Because you know, I love you. I love you two guys, and just to be on here and be able to talk and uh, you know, be honored by being in your presence, it, it's it's up there. It brings a tear to my eyes. You mentioned that you loved us. Every good relationship, you're allowed to fight, and then survive. You know, with you, you were pretty mad at us. You were a little upset. Can you talk about why you were upset? Yes, I have a couple bones to pick with you guys. You, you First, you came out with your power rankings, which left heard that out, which was absolutely crazy to me. We finished the best TBT ever in the final power rankings at number six. And then to say we're not top ten is crazy. And, of course, y'all thought we'd lost your core. Y'all thought we'd lost a lot of guys. Well, surprise, surprise, <laughs> we didn't. We got them back. 
uh, that transfer portal, we found it first. We know how to operate best in it. Everybody else is playing catch up. And then my second bone to pick is you came out with the top 10 players and not one heard that member was on there, which is insane to me because you put John and Ja'Cory, I'll take those two against anybody. Ja'Cory was just top five last year in scoring. John, I think, set the TBT record in assists. And then he had 20-some in the first half against Overseas Elite. That's the one-two punch that, you know, not very many teams can match. And to have neither of them in the top ten was just uh, crazy to me. A fair, a fair statement. Uh, you you kind of nailed it, though. When we did those power rankings, the uh, the rosters weren't set in stone. So – but we, we may have we may have had a big miss without having John and Jacory on that uh, top ten players. But there is a lot of guys playing this year who a played in the NBA or b you know have dominated like John. It's a competitive it's a competitive competitive TBT this year. We don't have to explain ourselves to him. He knows. I mean, like we got a job to do. We're just doing our job. And you're not doing it. What I'm trying to say is you're not doing your job very well. <laughs> yes, these guys might have played in the NBA. Of course, we played the Mighty team last year in the first round. They had six former NBA guys. We had – you can count on this hand how many we had. We had zero former NBA guys. We win that game. Playing in the NBA, you know, a lot of basketball, and I'm sure you guys know this, is opportunity. If you can look at John and Ja'Cory and tell me those guys don't deserve an NBA spot, you're crazy. There's a limited amount of spots, and a lot of it's just opportunity and who, if you're in the right spot at the right time or if you have the right agent at the right time. John and Ja'Cory are NBA players. Now, whether they're in the NBA or not, that's a different story, but those two are as good as a lot of NBA players, and I think they showed that last year in TBT. Andrew, have we released our West Virginia regional player power rankings yet because there's no way we didn't have John and Ja'Cory on there we have not released the West Virginia power rankings he's talking about the power rankings from like over a month ago which we did not have John and Ja'Cory which Ja'Cory was not rostered and we didn't have John but uh, what do you care about more do you care about the off-season top 10 players or post-championship, John number one, Ja'Cory number two, you number three on the top ten player list? Listen, I care about it all. But like Michael Jordan said, I took that personally. So we took that hate into the offseason, and we think we can't, we're coming in with an even better roster this year. So postseason will count more, but we're just using it for fuel to the fire. Have you ever thought for a second that, you know, we're friends on this show, obviously. We root for you guys. Maybe we're doing it on purpose. I've thought about that, and I think the tournament actually does the same thing in scheduling. For some reason, every time we come to play in the tournament, we end up with just a very tough road and a lot tougher than most. That first year we showed up, we walk right into Columbus, and we got a first-round matchup with Ohio State, Carmen's crew, just to welcome us to the TBT. This past year, we got to Columbus, and granted, there was no cupcakes there. We're scheduled first game, best Virginia, second game, the money team, third game, overseas elite. So I feel like a lot of people just keep poking a poor little David. They just keep putting David out there and battles with the Goliath, and uh, we're coming through. So it'd be nice to get a little bit of love 
I we got, got a lot of hate. We get a lot of hate, and we get set up for a lot of matchups. I got to tell you, uh, this is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing we're amazing. We should be ranked higher. We're amazing. We're the best team here. And I'm also hearing that you're David going against Goliath. You can't, you can't be saying you're the best team and also be saying that you're, you know, not good enough. You're, you should have an easy uh, 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 Do you know what this is, Ot? Uh, you know just listen. I understand. I believe we're the best team. I believe we're the best team. But perception matters, fellas. Like that first game we're playing last year out in the bubble, we got me, John, and Stevie Browning, all six two, six three, balding white dudes out there. We we just look like David. You know, we're playing guys that are six seven and dunking it backwards. You know, we're just hoping to hit a couple threes. So yes, we believe we're good and we believe in ourselves, but we can. The perception of us is we're David. This You're is America's team. That's what it comes down to. We are America's team. And it, just throw a cupcake in there once in a while. That's all <laughs> I, have. Uh, I feel like I feel like this expression works best for you. And Joey and I have talked about this. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And I think if you and heard that rip through the TBT this year and win it, you'll be standing on top. But the enemies you'll make along the way might be the villain. See, I think I think to the people we're the hero. But these other TBT teams all offseason, we got a lot of hate, a lot of people trying to poach our players, a lot of people asking for that first-round matchup. You know, that's all well and good until you play that first-round matchup and you get sent home real quick. So a lot of teams don't like us because of the publicity we've gotten, how popular we've become. Of course – we like it because, you know, every time we play, we're on ESPN. Uh, I think I even took my boys to the highly questionable or whatever show we got on with our interviews. You did so, do that for us. You did do that for us. <laughs> we're we're going to take you all to the promised land. I'm just asking for a cupcake or so here and there. Just every time you all throw us out there, it's ESPN, and it's a battle. I, you know, it would be we, – there's six games to win a million – couple cupcakes just to get warmed up wouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> um, so, Odd, we're coming to the regional. You know that. We'll be there in person. We get there Friday, or we get there whatever day we get there. There's not a ton of hoops going on. Can we get a little day in the life of Odd Elmore and maybe show us around Charleston, see what we, we can get into? Yeah. Come to Heard That Practice. We'll show you what we've been working on. We decided this year – I don't know about the Hambone Hundreds. I think we're going to get down in a stance, play a little D. You know, that was all well and good when you know you're trying to, you know, make a name for yourself. We have a name now. Now we got to worry about winning because everybody wants to beat us. You know, we won a couple games out there in the tough TBT in the bubble. Now we got to string, we string together two. Now we got to start stringing together four or five, six. So we're going to be all business this year. When That's refreshing to hear. When teams get – into the Elam ending with her that they're going to have to deal with the disgrace, the disgraceful eight and the disgraceful eight are the eight straight points that heard that's going to rip off in the Elam ending, rip your heart out. The disgraceful eight, not, not the hateful eight. Hateful eight is already trademarked by Quentin Tarantino. Okay. So it's the, the disgraceful eight is the eight points that you guys will score from the beginning of the Elam ending to the end. Yeah, the Elam is when we thrive. You know, the pressure gets on these other teams, uh, you know, especially last year in the bubble, like with the money team, you know, they were supposed to win. Uh, <laughs> so we feel, like we said, we're, we just, we like being, uh, we think we're the greatest thing ever, but, you know, 
we embrace being David versus Goliath. The pressure's on the other team to beat us, you know. Is uh, we're little old Marshall, you know. Marshall University's not thought like in this tournament we've elevated our perception. You know, we're up there with, you know, Marquette, Ohio State, Carmen's Crew, Fight, uh, House of Pain. You know, these other big schools. Most people didn't think of Marshall like that, so we're glad that we're sort of elevating the perception of Marshall. But we we embrace being David. We feel disrespected. Go ahead, Joe. Speaking of Marshall and school, we know that you are still a student athlete. Um, have you been in the gym? I have uh, a little bit. I play a couple times a week. You know, I'm in law school just trying to pass classes, you know, making it through. It's tough, but, you know, the YMCA, they got a YMCA where I'm at. So we spent a lot of time in there. What more could you need? All right. All you need is a YMCA, basketball, hooping. A, a what, kind basketball of, hoop? what kind of law? Not to change topics too much, what kind of law are we studying? I don't know anything. Any class I can pass is the area I'm going to start focusing in on. If All I right. can find one little path to pass, I'm going to get through there. All right. I respect that. I think the two people in school that are not playing basketball full time, well, Devendorf, I'm sure there's a bunch, but Devendorf is, is a coach. But you and Aaron Kraft, you're busy. And you right. guys are both dusting off, the, uh, dusting off the shoes and getting back out there. How excited are you to play again this summer? Oh, I'm pumped, and it's going to be in our hometown. You know, me and Kraft might have to start the nerd team. You know, I know them guys all went to whatever, but, you know, me and Kraft are going to have more degrees than a thermometer. So, you know, maybe, maybe we're really the nerd team. Me and him just need to get together, and we'll put together, you know, we'll come up with something. You guys can be – heard that before. More degrees than a thermometer. That's you guys so can good. be – you can be a graduate program TBT. That's right. We'll work that transfer portal. You know, he plays defense real well. I shoot it. You know, that's a match made to heaven already. He can yeah. he can guard and I can shoot. Do you I think you're underseated? Yeah. Oh man, we are underseated. <laughs> we are very underseated. And like I've been telling people, one, we should not be two because we should be ahead of West Virginia just for the fact that we played last year. They didn't. We've won two games last year. They've only won one game ever. We're not going to go into that. You know, I don't want to go into that too much. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't look at us. That's not our right. Fault. But then we got sideline cancer, which I understand they made to the championship. Very good team, very good calls. They barely beat overseas elite, and Joe Johnson had like 13. You know, it's a one-point game, and that man's got like 25 and a half on us. He turned back the clock. But and they beat have, you, and then and sideline cancer beat them. Yes, but Joe, but, but listen to me. Joe Johnson wasn't the same in those two games. Like he was NBA All Star Joe Johnson. Like if he does that against them, I don't think, I don't think they can beat him. But that's not that's not the point I'm making. We're coming with more depth this year. We're going to be ten strong on the bench, and ten thousand strong in the arena. They're Ooh. they're walking in, they're walking in. They're ten players, and they're playing ten thousand. We got more depth this year. It's our gym. It's our city. It's our arena. We should have been the number one seed. Well, what, what happens when you play Best Virginia? Who will have more fans? Us. Because West Virginia University is the state school. I won't deny that. But we are the state people. We are from Charleston. We are from the state of West Virginia. We so are. We are. We are. West Virginia. Yes. So, yes. While, so while there might be a lot of blue and gold, you watch that game, the longer it goes, the 
the more people are going to be rooting for us because, you know, we're the people they grew up with. We're the people they see at the 7-Eleven. We're the people they've seen their whole lives. And, yes, they're the state school, but we're the state. Print the shirt. The Print state the shirt. Oh, we are West Virginia on a shirt would sell so well. It would be so petty. You got to talk to you got to talk to the guy that runs the uh, heard that uh, Twitter handle to get get that shirt and graphic made. We are West Virginia, but I mean, you think about that. Half our team, you know, five or six of us are from Charleston. We are the city. We are the people. I, so they might be the state school, but we are the state. Last That's question. my motto. Last question from me. I'm going to be there for a week. What the hell should I do every night? Oh, we're going out. <laughs> We yes. win that first. We win that first game. We're going out. We win that second game. We're going out. We win the third game. We're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joey, you have fun back at work. Yeah, yeah. I'll only be there for three days, so I'll figure. I'll I, as long as we can play some golf. I, that's all I want to do. Just get a good round in. I, I'll give you a couple places to go, but I'm not playing no golf. We're 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 playing ball. We're enjoying ourselves after we win. We're right. back to the lab. We're winning again. Good, There's good. We're we're with you. That's perfect. Well, you know how we end all our shows because you've because you you're the longest tenured guest. So go ahead. Feel free to ask us any burning questions because we haven't talked to you in like thirty five like minutes or whatever it was since the last time we spoke. What questions you got for us? Maybe maybe that aren't super re relative to the seating and the rankings and all that stuff. Cause we've gone over that. What, what do you got for us? I would just like an apology. Cause you guys, you That's guys, not a drank, question. Not a question. Well, nope. Sorry. No, you guys drank the Kool-Aid. You thought, Oh man, it was just a one-time fluke. They're going to lose their players. They're not going to be back. They're going to show up with just, I don't know what you thought we were going to show up with. And we didn't. So I'd like an apology. We need back in the top 10. We need in the top five. <laughs> I, I, wanted, I want an apology from you because if you would have read the fine print, it said with full with current full rosters on the website. And at the time, Ja'Cory was not on the roster. That's true. And that's what I'm saying. But you could have – you knew me. You should have known what we were going to do. And that's the reason I didn't – you know, that's the reason I didn't boycott your show. I thought about not coming on just as a protest. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Okay. No way. To the disrespect we felt in those rankings, but you did slide John in at number eleven. I guess if that even counts, which was way <laughs> too low. You did mention that we were, didn't have a full roster at the time, so I guess you were sort of, you know, trying to save yourselves. But now that John's here, Jacory's here, our team's here, top ten. All right, I know the answer. I don't even know why I'm asking. But where should John and Jacory be on the top ten players in the West Virginia region? Oh, in the West Virginia region? I don't even that, – that'd be disrespectful to rank them with anybody else. Just put John and Ja'Cory and then 10 more, I guess. And I better be in there at like eight or nine because, you know, I've been working this year. I'm coming ready. Do you have any questions for us instead of just asking for things? Yeah. Uh, so what day do y'all get to the West Virginia region? How early are y'all going to get here? Friday. I'm getting there Thursday. Okay, we all be here for the three-point shooting contest the day before the first duh. game. Yeah, duh, that's why we're going. <laughs> all right, how, out of 11, what do you all think I make? Like, it's first to 11. How many shots do you think it takes me to get to 11? And if you say anything over 12, we're not friends. Who's, who's rebounding for you? 
John, of course. <laughs> I'm going to say 15. I'm going to say 15. Oh, man, that's disrespectful. I've been practicing it, and it took I'm gonna say minutes. I'm going to say eight because two of them are going to be money balls. Oh, uh, there's money balls involved? No, I'm not. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either, but listen, I've been practicing, and it, it went – I made 11, 11, and then it took me 12. I was a little bit off that last round. I got a little tired. Well, but have you done it in the bright lights? Yes, the YMCA, those lights are bright. <laughs> True. That's Can you say, they have, say your famous line for us, and maybe we'll get on highly questionable. Uh, these guys, well, I gotta figure out. You know, these guys play in the NBA. I play at the Y. Yes. But they, you know, they're gonna have to prove it to us. Hey, I think we need a segment on highly questionable. You think we can put it in like they bring us on for a little <laughs> the tournament special? Does highly questionable exist anymore? Yeah, but it's just not Levitard, but it's still highly questionable. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm in. How did y'all feel about debuting on ESPN last year? That was pretty cool. That made it made it worth it for us. That's for sure. Pretty cool. Did y'all get like any like feedback or like you know any notoriety for that? A, uh, a raise from TBT? Like, look what y'all are bringing to this table. It definitely helped us with the TV with the TBT backing. They they believe in us more so for sure. Um, uh, me and you were texting about it. We were like, this is so crazy. We were like, this is so cool. Hey, I think I'm gonna have to start asking for like a TBT salary, like. I made two appearances on that show. You know, like that's a lot of you know. Hey, I got beer. I I got the answer to your salary. Win, and then there's your salary. Hey, we win that thing. It's <laughs> I don't need a salary. We'll be exactly. a date. We'll be a date. You think that night will be fun after a heard that championship? <laughs> if we win that thing, we will rent a charter plane, and we are. I know paying. a guy. I know a guy. Listen, we'll take – we've already talked about as a team. We'll put 100 grand aside for travel expenses and hotels. We'll split the other 900. We'll take a big trip, charter a plane straight to Vegas, celebrate the way the NBA – Are we in? Yes, y'all can – we'll put you on the plane. Listen, just like the NBA teams, you know how they charter a stop in Vegas before the little – because we'll also have a celebratory parade like the NBA teams. Yeah. <laughs> straight through Huntington. Oh, well, that would be great. Joey, we started this interview angry, and now we're, like, more all in on Heard That than we ever were at any point last summer. Yeah, I, like, like, I'll be honest with you, Zoldan never wavered. But I wavered in terms of, like, you guys, like, you're America's team. Like, you're asking for too much all the time. Like, just embrace it. But now I'm back. So, no, it's not enough. For America's team, like, look at – Look at the Cowboys. They are America's team. They play in like a $50 billion stadium. You know, like, we're just asking for a little bit more. We are we are the TBT. We lead the way in TBT. You look at the ratings from last year, top three games. Heard that. Heard that. Heard that. I just made that stat up, but it sounded good. We were going with it. We were like, yep, there you yeah, go. You're exactly right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but I guarantee that I heard that money team game, and especially overseas elite for a while, was, you know, it was probably the top two. Uh, the money team game was at like 2 o'clock on a Wednesday. I don't know if that was the top. Listen, listen I'm like a cult figure. <laughs> if I'm there, they will come. <laughs> we brought, we brought the people. Last question. What's the beard going to be looking like at TBT? Are you keeping it long? I think I'm actually going to grow it out. My, 
my game is more from more like the JJ Reddick type to more of a James Harden type. And so I've kept the beard just to, you know, channel my inner James Harden. You got to put a, a, a ponytail in it. It you will be awesome. That. I'm actually thinking about growing the beard, shaving the head. Just yes, wild yes, yes, absolutely. Just look like somebody else's sons of anarchy. Just yep. go crazy out there. And everyone, know. every Midwest kid's uh, 2K my player also. And a yeah. headband. Like those dudes from Eastern Washington, NCAA tournament, the big dude who had like the crazy hair and beard. Like that's my, that's like my inner like animal spirit. That's Yeah, spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you're the best, man. Happy to have you back on uh, on our side. Hey, I'm glad you all are back when I heard that. That bandwagon's getting awful full, but I missed my two favorite passengers on there, oh, and I'm glad, we're, I'm glad we're back. Never forget we were the first. Just never forget it. I, yes, you were the first. I don't understand why you left. <laughs> I never left. Because we thought Ja'Cory left. We thought Ja'Cory left, so we thought we had the Oh, leave. no, no, no. The, uh, players aside, we never left. Yes, but y'all doubted us, which really hurt because, you know, we built this thing, us three. Like, this was – y'all were in on the ground floor, and to have y'all abandon us was crazy. <laughs> you were in on the ground floor, too, of Inside TBT, though. So, you saying bad stuff about us. I mean, we were we – were I've hurt. never – I was in on the ground floor. We're up in a penthouse now, baby. I never left Inside, T, inside TBT. <laughs> oh, man. All right, follow us on Twitter at InsideTBT. Uh, where do they follow you? All the accounts. Follow me on Twitter at OGE underscore I-I-I. You won't regret it. <laughs> All right. What about heard that? It's TBT underscore heard underscore that? Yes, I believe. If Just go to my page. It's sort of linked in there. Uh, I retweet all the stuff. Uh, you know, it'll be easy to find. We're America's team. Or if you just type in America's team, we're the second one. Dallas Cowboys, then us, and then some baseball team. I forget who it was. But, you know, we're on there now. Twitter's verified us. We're good. You're verified on Twitter? No, but let's just go with it. Okay. Oh, Inside TBT got declined today. Why? I don't know. I guess we don't. Wait, 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 till, you put this, wait till you put this episode out. <laughs> true. true. It's a good point. We should have waited. Shoot. Whatever. Just send them this episode. We'll get like 100 retweets on this episode. They'll be like, man, they know what they're doing. Hey, one more time on Highly Questionable and y'all are in. True. Oh, I should just link to that. Then, like, we make, we make frequent appearances on Highly Questionable, such as this moment, and don't check if we've been on it any other times. Uh, we got to come up with something to make it back. Yeah. We will. We'll, we'll brainstorm. We'll get together. If you have, if you have the beard and the and the headband and the shaved head, you'll be out there after game one. I'm, listen, I've been trying to think how I can get back. Well, last year's performances were tough to top. Yeah. You know, we can only get so crazy without getting thrown out of the TBT, and I feel like I feel like we're on the border there. We've been flirting with it. The shirts, the shirts, got to come off for the first post game. Oh, for sure. We, I'm climbing the ladder shirtless. Yep, there you go. We really got to do something special because it could be right around the end of the NBA Finals. So you really got to do something special. Listen, NBA ratings are down. TBT ratings are up. <laughs> Buy stock in TBT. It's the next big thing. All NBA right. ratings are at an all-time high right now. 
Well, you know, TBT ratings are even higher, huh? They will That's be. Like, just, just letting you know. Listen, it's NBA like Sixers, Sixers, Hawks, Game 7, Overseas Elite versus heard that last year. Absolutely. That's but a fact. Listen, overseas, like, NBA's like Dogecoin. We're Bitcoin, baby. TBT's Bitcoin. <laughs> We're the one you want to have. You just get the other one because you can't afford us. Amen. Amen to that. All right, we'll end it with that. Thanks, Hawk. Y'all have a good one. You're good, man. We'll, we'll see you soon. All right, bye.